Jerry! Sign fuck. What do you mean you open the bottle with your thigh? Your big fucking it's jelly the, thunder thighs. My thighs, uh, thank you very much. Oh. And it's literally just like, you know, I'm holding the mic in one hand. I've got the bottle here, Bushmills Original Irish Whiskey. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. And then I podcast immediately. And then I put the bottle between my my legs and my office chair and I screw the top off. Hopefully the audio is picking it up. And then I just like do a little pour. This is my first drink. So don't don't actually judge me. Yeah. Is is Sarge concerned about my health? More than anyone. More than me. <laughs> in, in that matter, why do you care about my health, Harper? We're both materialists, but Sarge has a, a focus on the humanities, and I quit before I got my undergraduate. Oh, oh yeah. Did what did he major in? Fetch. <laughs> I wanted to see how deep you'd go with that before you made a joke. <laughs> yeah, I he, he, he gave he, up immediately. Yeah, Harper's just making like uh, dog Barbie references immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna just jump right into the Barbenheimer review. Career. I have not watched either. I've been oh, too God. fucking busy. Well, it's been two. It's been two weeks. So. Yeah, I know, uh, and I'm sorry about that. And I, I apologize to my fans, to the listeners, <laughs> mostly to Sasha, our one fan. Can we get us something a little bit more heartfelt and pre pre written, perhaps? Oh, I, I don't have my ukulele with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, a little less heart help, heartfelt, maybe. But uh, yeah, if you don't respect someone who's experiencing joy, then it makes you experience that thing with contempt. I don't know if that's like a more modern like experience for people, but yeah, I don't think I've hated things more quickly than when I see someone who I just absolutely either like, yeah, like you said, don't respect or just outright dislike, enjoy something. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how far it extends, but definitely guilt extends by to like, you know, it seems. <laughs> yeah, guilt by association. The fact that there are arcs is what's not to like about South Park these <laughs> That's days. That's true. <laughs> In a non-serialized show, why are there arcs? I don't give a fuck that Mr. Garrison has been pretending to be Donald Trump for six straight episodes now. And frankly, it's keeping me from watching. Episodes <laughs> or seasons? The whole Tegarty Farms bit got old so fast because I every time... I, I was like smoking weed with someone. They'd be like, you need some weed with some taggarty. And I'm just oh, like, that's so fucking, oh, <laughs> please shut the fuck up. Oh, please. Oh, please shut the fuck up. You know, like, oh man, you, weed culture down in Arizona sounds fucking cringe. <laughs> it sounds cringe. Weed culture everywhere is cringy, dude. Stoners are, you can't say that about my country. All right. Malcolm is allergic to marijuana. I'm not saying saying he's more experienced at weed. He's just has less assholes. Listen, I'm a conscientious observer of weed. All right. It's like you got a fetish for watching people smoke weed. It's like, yes, (laughs) do do it for me. I am Malcolm McCloud, the weed cuck. Malcolm has like a rag that he holds over his face while people smoke. No, I can't actually be in the room or also start like losing my voice. <laughs> it's even worse. You got to watch it for like a, a, a two way mirror. Yeah, he's in the Oppenheimer observatory chamber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Observation. I said observatory like it's a fucking French word. I mean, it's where they watch. It's a, it's a bunker is basically. <laughs> Speaking of Oppenheimer, so glad you brought it up, Robert. Uh, they're gonna get into our our feelings about the movie because i know you saw both malcolm yeah i did i did it on the same day i got i did i did barbenheimer it was a fantastic day at the movies and then i got very sick the next day so i I haven't had a good like like theater experience and i and i feel like barbenheimer like really would have like like watching the two back to back really would have done it for me but i just uh, circumstances have you seen one of them or have you not no i have not seen seen neither neither of them the last movie i wanted to watch besides barbie and oppenheimer was uh asteroid city and i still didn't get an opportunity then yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom saw Asteroid City, and then she immediately texted me. And goes, I don't get it. I don't know what this is. <laughs> and she That's was like talking about. It. She's like, I'm so excited for Asteroid City. I'm like, Mom, have you ever watched a Wes Anderson film? And she goes, Who's Wes Anderson? I'm like, Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> yeah, did he direct Scream? Uh... 
I think because Asteroid City was was like a, a like a wider reaching uh, Wes Anderson. So, but this particular time around, I think a lot more people saw it. So you got a lot more people who were just like, "What? What is this about? What? What's happening?" I feel like TikTok kind of like has ruined Wes Anderson a bit, like in terms of people being like. My, this is my life, but if if it's a West Anderson movie, like they don't I, do it I very well. I haven't seen that many of those. Is it off as awful as it sounds? It is. Yeah, it's like fourteen. You know, it's like a you know just like early Gen Zers, like you know eighteen, nineteen year olds doing mundane stuff, but like they're very specific with how they're framed on the in the camera. Sort of like they're like, what if I tried blocking my TikTok this time instead of just dancing? There's a lot to be said about the way Wes Anderson tells stories. I genuinely enjoy his movies. Actually, there's nothing to be said about it. Which of his movies did you like the most? Probably The Grand Budapest Hotel. Amazing movie. Uh, I watched, you know, one that I think a lot, even Wes Anderson fans were kind of like mad about was uh, The French Dispatch. I really liked The French Dispatch. I am not a fan of Wes Anderson movies. Well, because you lack culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you lack <laughs> fucking contemplative abilities, like reflexive <laughs> thinking, uh, object permanence. You just upset that Wes Anderson discovered Owen Wilson and you didn't. All right, that's uh, where I, I, I was just angry. Very much that he would have left Owen Wilson where he dug him up. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Owen Wilson, played Owen Wilson his whole life. You're shouting shit about Lightning McQueen. I'm going to start with the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. That movie Shut fucking fuck sucks. <laughs> Why? I, Why I does it suck? Because it, it's all full of this, this prevalent uh, aesthetic style from the time that is like, I, I want to describe this as like Barnes and Noble chic. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that That's really funny. Here's the question. I think it's like a chicken and the egg situation. What came first, Barnes and Noble chic or uh, Wes Anderson style? Whoever got the first thing. anchor tattoo on their arm is to blame. <laughs> so sailors. No, I mean in the in an ironic, ironic sense. sense. No, you're thinking of you know the people who got mustaches tattooed on their index finger. I get that what you're later. saying. That, that was later. I'm talking about people <laughs> who swear that coffee was started in Seattle. You know, it started in like Turkey. Oh my God! Why are you being <laughs> pedantic right now? I'm trying <laughs> to it's tell funny you. the way you react to it. What? <laughs> I'm reacting. Is that good? Anyway, yes. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's complete bully logic. You, you would, they wouldn't make fun of you if you didn't react to it. Wes Anderson wouldn't keep move making movies if you didn't react like you did. <laughs> I have not reacted until this point. I so I know that at that point that that implies that Wes Anderson is making movies just to wait until someone notices their shit. <laughs> when I first saw The Lighthouse, I thought Wes Anderson made the movie until someone disillusioned me halfway through. Another amazing movie. Yeah, The Lighthouse is a great movie. It's not a Wes Anderson movie, though. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's just a really. Well, you good said like movie. it's another, like it was a Wes Anderson movie. No, it's just another great movie. They're in the it same medium. Great. Well, Harper. it's actually the first great movie that's been brought up since we started talking about this. But uh, <laughs> I said it a couple weeks ago. I'll say it now. Those movies are made for people who like to watch their wives get fucked in front of them from a closet. That was the that was the joke we made. Yeah, that's not the joke we made. That's the truth behind it. What does that mean for me as a, as a, as a obviously a, an established establishing the podcast bull? What does it mean for me who likes the the podcast? Is it just on in the background? It means you're a decadent debutante that decries debauchery. Any other alliterations you want to throw in there? Where that fat fuck floated it in from? <laughs> <laughs> Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer. So how did you guys like Oppenheimer? I heard there was a lot of sex in it. Listen, this movie, it's the horniest movie that uh, Christopher Nolan has ever made. Here's the thing. I'm pretty mm -hmm. confident Christopher Nolan has only had sex like three or four times. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just thinking about Christopher Nolan movies, how many people, like how many sex scenes there are in them. None. It's this is yes. like the, the, there was like one scene in the third Batman. So Oppenheimer, I is if I could remember right, is never on top in these sex scenes. 
If he is, it's obscured. Well, yeah, because then they'd have to show man ass, and no one wants to see that. So his, I wanted. I thought for a moment he wanted to see man ass. You, you no, no. I thought there. Dong. I thought there was a moment in the movie that he was going to do. He was going to hang dong. Like I was like convinced you were going to get full frontal from Killian. You wanted Murphy. Killian Murphy to hang. I mean, dong. if you're going to go full frontal, you might as well go full frontal in IMAX, right? Oh like God, dude, Speak, I don't want to awesome. derail it any more than I have. But do you remember the fucking interview that he gave where he talked about like faking orgasm? <laughs> I I did I saw that recently because I was like yeah what? I did see that too because it's I was like so what funny. is going? <laughs> come on guys be honest have you ever he's faked just talking it talking himself up <laughs> come on Malcolm come on Harper have you ever faked it someone said that Margot Robbie could play Oppenheimer but Killian Murphy couldn't play Barbie and that's the difference that's wrong that's that's completely wrong Killian Murphy is going to be in the next Barbie movie like they make Barbie too <laughs> Killian Murphy will show up like because they're they're. It's too good. This Barbenheimer thing is too good of an opportunity. I am become Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Boyfriend of Barbie. So wait, does that mean that 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 like Margot Robbie is going to like if, if Ken if if Killian Murphy is going to be in the next Barbie, does that mean Margot Robbie is going to be in the next Oppenheimer? What next Oppenheimer? What do you mean next Oppenheimer? I haven't seen the movie. I don't know how it ends. You know, bar, yeah, it's three hours. I know the guy's like, dead now. Yeah, they, it's the, it's the beginning of a trilogy, right? Of like his life story. Can you and, imagine? And, Oh it just ends God. with part two coming in 2026. The atomic bomb will return. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oppenheimer goes up to fucking who's a, who's another fucking warhawk that I could fucking pillory for this point. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Truman dropped the bomb. Or who is the guy? Oh, Patton. Patton. He's alive then, right? So it's it's War Pigs as the theme song. Patton's just like Mr. Oppenheimer. I presume. Bam. <laughs> this summer. <laughs> I'm putting together a team. <laughs> if if I can just spread my general thoughts all over your face for a moment. You've never hesitated before. <laughs> a visually very stunning film and cinematically well composed. The cinematography leaves nothing to be desired, so to speak. Sound design in Oppenheimer is what really makes it strong. The explosions going off and feeling them in your chair is like a whole dimension is that is required to view the film mm. uh it is narratively disjointed however and it suffers from uh, multiple instances of like a confused sense of importance concerning certain events and there are too many characters that aren't properly fleshed out i loved oppenheimer and i didn't think there was much of a flaw of the movie it, it was it's three hours and it feels like two hours it does you really That's lose right. an hour Oh, oh no, the dogs are in the apartment. He's trying to get out of recording. Oh no, they're bought. They're bought. Oh no, the dogs. Oh, oh no, down. they're breaking down the door. <laughs> they want money. No, the dogs. They want my cash. They want 20 bucks, Malcolm. Quick, give it to them. Good boy. Ridley's discovered that I'm holding a lot of American cash. Oh, was, wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's no good to you up there. You know, you could always just. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can always yeah. offload it down here. You know, yeah, us. Well, it, well, it's basically funny money to you guys. We're just investing it We're for investment you. Investment fucking opportunity. Let me tell you, the horse's name is my Aunt Delilah. <laughs> my Aunt Delilah. <laughs> Uh, no, but what was I say? What I was saying is that, like, I haven't had like a, like an amazing life changing movie experience and since uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and the the sound movie. direction of that or the the audio of that movie kind of just like so you know I, I if if it's something if it evokes something similar from Oppenheimer I'm totally down as soon as I have an opportunity for Christ's sakes. Yeah, you should do it. And you, ideally, you should do Barbenheimer. Go see Barbie and Oppenheimer the same day. Do you do who? Which one do I watch first? Which one did you watch first? I watched Barbie first. I think it was the right decision because I have spent most of the last week thinking about parts of Oppenheimer. And I feel like if I had seen Oppenheimer first and then went to Barbie, I'd be distracted thinking about Oppenheimer while watching Barbie, which, by the way, Barbie, you do like, there are things to like think about and take away from that movie, but for different reasons. 
the movie is so weird. I love it. I love that a movie that is that like high of a budget, they put that much money in, is as weird as it is. It also has a, the final line of that movie shocked me to my core. I could not believe that they put that line into the movie. Like really, I was looking around. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like my my friends and I, who I was with, we, we all just like, I can't believe that. I, I feel like if you brought kids to see the Barbie movie thinking like, oh, it's like a fun Barbie movie, your kids would just be watching it going, oh, what's going on? What? I would say that. Barbie's not for kids. Yeah, I heard that they, they deal a lot with themes like death in Barbie, unironically. I, what was the fucking last time I've held a $100 bill, Harper? <laughs> I'm broke. That is, that is a new level of poverty to say that you don't know what color the bills are. Uh, <laughs> Strong woman, strong woman. Ice cream, so good. Yeah. Ice cream, so good. I, did I tell you I had a panic attack when I first found uh, out you about did. those? Well, I, you did. Well, you sent me a, a message that sounded like, is Harper having a panic attack? I did. I, I had a legit panic. I was just like, humanity is so far gone, and we will never reclaim an ounce of the glory that we had becoming masters of the world. We are now reducing ourselves to being inhuman for entertainment. Uh, there, there's no hope there's no justice and she, then you said well she's french canadian and i said oh thank god she was never human to begin with oh she's she's french canadian she's french canadian oh. so it's not a big deal she was never human to begin with pinky doll is a french canadian you can rest at night knowing nothing was lost the problem is, is that we're going to become prejudiced against the French, and then it's we're going to end up on Sasha's notepad, which is called the Seinfuck Repeat Story Hall of Shame. Can you read the read the topics from? There's there? at least two of these topics that I had to be reminded of. Of like, what what were we talking about? What is this? Um, so just so for uh, context, uh, well, we when we record episodes, uh, Sasha, who's our producer, uh, edits the po- episodes, and there's times when we're recording. But we'll repeat a story just kind of in the moment. And then he'll go in and be like, guys, you've already told this story. And then he'll cut that story from the episode before <laughs> it goes out. Mm-hmm. We have gone down some rabbit holes where we've gone and we've spent, let, let's be real. Sometimes we're recording for like an hour and a half. Sometimes we even record back to back. So we don't always know what we're talking about in the yeah. moment. But yeah, so he has recently shared with us his Seinfuck repeat story hall of fame. Shame. I think you could also make an amendment and also add, this is just for Sasha, you could add like bit uh, repeated bits as well, which would take me down a lot. I would be a very... Malcolm to the bottom of the hole on that one. Currently, the list in is, includes libertarian talk. Uh, we, mm-hmm. when, we, when we bring up libertarians, we always talk about the same three points. Yeah, Malcolm's got a really great book to read. <laughs> yeah, I reference I a certain book. You know, we talk about like, oh, what about like age of consent laws? It's like a whole, Who you know, the whole the shtick. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole shtick. Um, then there is um, furry talk. We I referenced someone I went to high school with who is a furry. I bet I get that probably includes the furries Harper and I went to high school with. Yeah, it's it's going to include yeah furries broadly. I believe. Yeah, it's a furries broadly. I've talked about one specific person a lot. We can only mm. harp on them so much. Our, Sasha and I did go to high school, uh, same high school, much like <laughs> Harper and Robert. If you go too far into it, you uh, <laughs> might as well just say it's furries. So, He's so just furries. gonna cut it if we describe it too this, <laughs> The next one, I personally had to be reminded of immediately because I was like, I actually don't know the reference. Um, the way it's listed in the notes, which is ketamine cowboy. Yeah, I guess that would fall under the repeated bits. Yeah, it's my killer bit. It's the, a, the it, bit that gets a pop every time. Yeah, so good it's on the hall of shame. Shame. <laughs> so so good they had to cancel it before yeah. the the woke mind virus it's, got it's the involved. girls gone wild DVD advertisements of late night comedy jokes. Would you like a reminder of how it goes? <laughs> oh, I, you know what, Harper? <laughs> Let's save it. ourselves. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. It's you too good. So? Save it for, save it for the stand-up. Save right. it for the feature performance. All right. All right. If I get a huge pop with the ketamine cowboy joke in a, in a like legit comedy setting, 
you're gonna have to pay me a hundred dollars. And then the next one was the Harper, the the Ron Paul, let the puppies burn. Yeah, so that's one. Um, that's the next one, which is I also I don't think I don't feel like we talked about that a lot. We've said it at least four times. I I remember distinctly Harper saying it several times, but that also just is included in the libertarian section because they're yeah. talking about Ron uh, Paul. It's a lot a of this you could round up into libertarians. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a merge. Yeah, these yeah, are yeah. sub points within at a, least four of these. A great so. over talk. Then there's <laughs> me uh, talking about getting drunk, uh, blackout on vodka, and then showering with all my clothes on. I don't think it's necessarily just vodka. It's just, you have a lot of stories of showering with no clothes or with all your clothes on. Yeah, you know, that's because I have uh, a thing called shame. Uh, <laughs> shame. <laughs> no. The first time it's a funny story, the second time it gets a little sadder with each time after that. The good news is I haven't done that in about 10 years, so I do feel good about myself. Nice. We have, nice. you know, we we can prevail. <laughs> we can prevail? It's not the civil rights movement, Malcolm. You're just drunk. <laughs> and then the final one is uh, Har- Harper getting fucked up on the Vortex bong and puking on some dogs. See, that one, I feel like you've only told that story once. I've told it twice. <laughs> Have you? I can't remember the second time. I, I told it one night when I, I had to be quiet because it was like 10.30 when we were recording. I was just sitting there quietly in my chair, leaning back, going like, I think I really fucked up on the vortex bong and I fucking puked my guts up on so fucking dog. <laughs> just, just like coughing into a microphone very close, like so it's thundering in your ears and they're fucking asthmatic coughs. So I was walking to the fridge to get some orange juice because I figured it would probably get me higher. And I like was going down the stairs, but I, like I had I had a lot of dog hair on the stairs, so I like slipped. And... <laughs> no, exactly what you're talking about, too. I and I like slipped, and I like ate shit on the floor. Then my dog came up to me, and like instead of licking me, you know, because I was hurt, it starts trying to rape my butt. There is one glaring omission on this list, and it is called Frog. <laughs> we can't omit our sponsor. We, I mean, I feel like we haven't even talked about Frog in a, in a long while anyway. We've talked about it on like the episode description. It's in but... every episode description, and we bring it up at least once per episode, unless I'm mistaken, Malcolm. I mean, listen, I, I'm just a conduit. Uh, we have sponsors. You know, actually, this actually is a good uh, segue uh, lead into the segue for mine, which is we're talking about ads and whatnot. I recently, uh, I was clearing out my grandma's old place. She recently moved to a new retirement home. Uh, not on, uh, she's still alive. And one of the things that she has, uh, or that she had, because they're now in my possession, is that I didn't realize this, but she owns, owned about five to six magazines that are all dedicated to September 11th, 2001. Oh, you've got one of those too? Yeah, I got that. What the fuck? I've got the Newsweek. I've got the New York Times. I've got... Why do you guys collect that? That's so morbid. I didn't collect it. I was like seven when it happened. My family did, and I just have it for some reason. That's very morbid. I've got the uh, yeah Newsweek uh, in front of me. I've got, I believe, I don't even know which magazine this is. It's hard to... Uh, they don't even, this one magazine didn't even dare to, I guess, title itself. It was it's just the 9-11 special. It's called September 11, 2001, The Day That Changed America. From I guess it's God Bless America magazine. I don't know. Every page on the corner. <laughs> God, God Bless America magazine. <laughs> yeah, they only had one issue on September 11. And then I've got, Pe- and then I got People Weekly, which is... I will say this, the other two magazines that I have in front of me, they do not have ads. People magazine, they're doing a September 11th issue. They put ads in this. A lot of ads. So I want to just go through some of these ads and I'm going to ask ask you, do you support the companies that decided that they had to have advertising in the September 11th issue of People Weekly uh, dated to, uh, September 2000? Well, obviously, that's a winning business strategy. Profit off of tragedy. Yeah. So the big one, the first big ad that you get, it's a two-page spread, is for the Hard Rock Hotel uh, Universal Orlando Resort. That's the first one. (laughs) There is a – it's also, I believe, might be a cigarette ad because – 
it also has Newport. It's Newport Rhythm and Sound. And it goes, win a trip to the hottest dance party of the I, year. I don't think you can even advertise Newports anymore. <laughs> no, you can't. And you know what? I wouldn't say that, like, let's win the hottest trip of the year uh, a couple of weeks after uh, 9-11 occurred. That would be Hot enough to melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, too bad. I was going to submit. I thought, well, my grandmother didn't submit for the uh, the contest. Yeah, it expired back in 2001. I also don't know if the Hard Rock Hotel still exists in Orlando. I believe it does, yeah. I mean, the Hard Rock Hotel is I know a guy who got kicked out of the Hard Rock for saying the (laughs) N-word. I'll bring him on to tell the story. It's a a doozy, and it's really funny. Oh, there's a Playtex ad uh, that's for 18 You are talking about the worst shit. What are you (laughs) even talking about? I'm talking no. about the ads. You don't even the ads in the 9/11 magazine. What the fuck <laughs> no, are you I doing? like this segment. I do like this segment. That's because yeah. you like watching paint dry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I love Wes Anderson. Bring it around. There is an ad for a. Oh my god! I didn't even know the show existed. There, there's an ad for a show um, that starred John Stamos and Melissa George. And it's called Thieves. And it premiered September 21st, 10 days after 9-11. Let me guess. It wasn't a comedy. (laughs) No. Well, it's Scott John Stamos. So you thought maybe it's a comedy. I have no idea. My favorite is that they recommend that you go to abc.com and then search in the keyword thieves. Then there's also (laughs) every one of these ads for these TV shows that all have keyword and in the name of the show. There's also Once and Again which is uh, another TV show where the tagline was, whoever said love conquers all didn't have to raise four kids. Malcolm, do you know who the most downloaded woman that year was? Uh, Cindy Crawford. Tori Wilson. Ooh. Who's Tori? Who's Tori Wilson? Who are these people? Listen, there's a whole article here about how Michelle, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller went to... I guess she didn't go to New York. She went to uh, Georgia to build a home so, or something like that. So that that's a shocking. Uh, and you said ooh. There's no ooh about, about that. Really See now I'm I'm starting to fall more on. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It goes. Put yeah. the magazine down. I'm trying to get some content in here. Um, I have content. I've been telling you I have content. You're just like, well, this is interesting. Let me put on my readers. Listen, there's a Barney ad, uh, which is very topical because we were talking Great. about Barbie earlier. And it, and it go, has the tagline, when they heard they were the same on the inside, they just had to see for themselves. It's not what they're doing. It's it's what they're becoming. Uh, and it's a black girl. It's a little black girl, a little white girl looking at themselves in a mirror. <laughs> wait, wait, Malcolm, send us a picture of this right now because it sounds really racist. <laughs> It's, it's, it's shocking. It's on the cusp. I'm not going to lie. It's on the cusp. Those are the times, man. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. That, that, see, the way you described it, I <laughs> thought the white girl was walking into the mirror and then the reflection was a black girl, not two yeah, girls gonna, looking into the same mirror. Yeah, I was, I was going to be like me on Twitter or something like that. But. <laughs> There's an uh, there's an ad for extra Wrigley's extra gum. The oh, Malcolm, you're still reading ads from this fucking magazine. <laughs> oh, there's a Malibu. Why don't you Why don't you open Reddit? Um, I'm trying to find the. Uh, <laughs> my God, no, this is better than Reddit. This is this, this is, is this is dumpster bag. <laughs> this is this is pre Reddit. All right. All right I, I have a okay. Well, I was gonna talk about a legitimate the, tragedy. Well, not, you're not saying nine eleven is not a legitimate tragedy. <laughs> what? Well, in, whoa, in the whoa, way whoa, that, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh well, my god! There's a god, god milk ad. I don't know which model this is. I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, it's Giselle. It's Giselle, Tom Brady's ex. I am going to wad that magazine up and it's... shove it so deep in your rectum that Newsweek will have to do a special report on the text printed in your colon. <laughs> model behavior. Want strong bones? Your bones grow until about age 35, and the calcium in milk helps. Literally just a, a got milk ad with Giselle. <laughs> After that, it helps keep them strong, which means milk is always in fashion. Got Wait, milk? say milk again, Malcolm. Milk, milk. Harvey Milk. You said milk. 
You totally said Malcolm. You're gaslighting me. Ah, oh, Starburst ad. <laughs> How many ads are in these magazines? There's a lot. There's a there's a whole ad for the uh, 2000 Academy Award winning uh, best documentary Into the Arms of Strangers: uh, Stories of the Kinder Transport. Um, it's like passing highway billboard ads with my grandmother. <laughs> like I'm driving into Vegas. Uh, oh, wow. Learner and Row. Lady, oh, sta- Lady Speedstick. The Dragon. Lady Speedstick with Aloy. Uh, no, that's not Sonic. With, with Aloy. Hello. Special They also, they've got a Yo Play. Uh, why a ad that says yogurt for the go girl express a from yo play it's yogurt in a tube bro can i please just do my segment at this i point? didn't re- i didn't realize and because uh, and it's thanks to this magazine that when they made yo play like the go-gurts now they rebranded as go-gurt like, shortly after this that they initially went for it as like this is the woman's this is the this is the woman's yogurt they want that they want a tube they want to suck it from a tube very sexual um Oh my God! There's an, another TV show that premiered on Fox. Uh, again, same, same time as Thieves, uh, September uh, 21st. It's called Pasadena, a family Malcolm. drama. Malcolm. Goes, Sasha, you, you may that. envy Malcolm. their money, you Malcolm. may fear their power, Malcolm. but if you ever uncover their secrets, they're ba- they'll bury you. This is a great. Okay, yeah, time. Pasadena. They're probably serial killers. Who fucking cares? Let's oh, listen. There's, there's an Google. ad. Listen, guys. There's an ad for a book. That's called The Cat Who Will Live Forever. He's dead. Um, the that Final Adventures the of Norton, the Perfect Cat and His Imperfect Human. Peter Gethers, author of The Cat Who Went to Paris and A Cat Abroad. I can't believe there's a, yeah. And it's the tagline is, whoever said cats have only nine lives never met Norton. Jesus Christ. Wow, what a Pasadena find. Pasadena lasted for one season. And it has Allison Lohman as Lily McAllister, initially a naive young woman who witnesses a stranger's suicide and begins to investigate the secrets behind being hidden by her own very wealthy California family, the Greeleys. Oh, I got that ve- got that daily vegetable thing down yet? There's a V8 ad. <laughs> that, this is great. Uh, uh, this is, this great? is not great. <laughs> Malcolm, why are you doing this to us? This is... <laughs> This is the lowest we've been. We can was, only go up from here, thank you. Pasadena was canceled. They shot no 13 episodes, it was but it was no canceled one within how many one week. Were shot. No one fucking cares about Pasadena. Shut the fuck up. Let's do my segment. <laughs> we brought it up. There's a honey nut shredded wheat ad, but it's designed by the I, I am on an airplane. express flight to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. I will find you. I have a skill set. The ad is like there's like a uh, like an airplane tray tables down and it says five percent filling. It's got some some pretzels and then a, like a glass of sparkling water. Do we need permission to, to run these ads? And then hundred. Do we need permission to run all these ads? Public domain. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Lo, 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 Yo, plane is not public domain. It's still very much a company. Yeah, but it, but do they still make Express A? Uh, Yo, I don't know. Oh, there's an ad for the dictionary. Oh, my God. I've got to finish. There's going to be an ad for my dick in your ass, my guy. (laughs) Uh, The folks are sending you to college without uh, compune. uh, Okay, I can't pronounce that word. I mean, smartphones didn't exist. I guess I am steps away from your apartment building. The folks are sending you to college without. uh, I can't even get through the ad. It's a a Miriam Webster's dictionary. Yeah. It says make reading and writing easier. Uh, for precise, you can go to merriamwebster.com. This is the beginning of. Did you look everything. at any of these ads before you started talking about them on the podcast? No, I, this is the first time. Uh, these are live reactions. Just like, yo, let's find some fun ones to pick out. <laughs> Easily the most angry I've been uh, on the podcast. I Look, think uh, we need to move forward to get I, close to the magazine, put it down. I have a killer segment. I have a killer segment this week. Please. I was going to acknowledge the passing of. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, wait. I was going to say there's one more. This is the last God ad. This is the last ad. It's a, it's a Campbell's soup ad, and the tagline for this ad is 10 soups with the power to turn ordinary kids into vegetable lovers. 
Yeah, more like 10 fucking saves with the power of turning kids into vegetables. Uh, anyways, I just wanted the to shame... The content is so I high. To, I just wanted to shame all those companies for uh, buying ad space for a 9-11 uh, magazine because 9-11 is... They probably bought it before it I'm, fucking 9-11 happened, as, Malcolm. You're such a corporate pol- apologist, all right? You're, um, <laughs> Harper, what is your segment before you murder Malcolm? <laughs> well, first of all, Malcolm, I wanted to take a second to acknowledge the tragic passing of Rocky Wirtz. Fuck that guy. <laughs> we can all spit on him. We can all spit on him I'll now. spit on his grave. Fuck Tuh. that guy. Tuh. Why don't I know who Rocky Wirtz is? Rocky Wirtz covered up a sexual assault. Oh, hockey. God damn it. <laughs> do you want me to read more ads, or do you want to talk about hockey? No, I want to hear Harper's <laughs> no. fucking segment, Malgo. So, now that we've acknowledged the passing of that dirtbag Rocky Wirtz, May he rot. May he rot. Long may he rot. Well to his family. Uh, let's play my top five video game asses. <laughs> number one, Solid Snake. I can't believe you guessed number one immediately. <laughs> no, you didn't. I am dead serious. That's no, a point for Robert. <laughs> that's a point for Robert. It's true. Um, yes. Uh, is uh, Lord Croft Tomb Raider on there? She is not. If it was the best tits in video games, you would have number one. Damn it. Yeah. Oh. And he guesses at number two, Robert. Oof. Wait, that was like legitimately number one. Are you not even talking yeah. about I'm not joking whatsoever. <laughs> Arthur Morgan, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> well, there's only one man ass on this countdown, unfortunately. And I got the solid it. Solid snakes. Uh, Colonel. Colonel, I'm clapping my cheek, or I'm trying to sneak around. And the guards <laughs> keep hearing my ass <laughs> clap of my pizza. ass cheeks. Number two, I can't Any even do it right. Number two. I'm just trying to think of like other asses in video games, like games where I'm thinking of like the girls. I like. Does the night elf in World of Warcraft count? No. Damn it. Uh, is Harley Quinn? No. Oh. Harley Quinn in, in Arkham Asylum? No. Oh, is it uh, the Miranda Lawson from uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3? No. Honorable mention. Uh, Bayonetta? No. All right. Is it uh, Widowmaker from Overwatch? That would have been a good one. Honorable mention. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of honorable mentions going on. <laughs> oh, well, it didn't make the list. That's fine. No, no, that's, that's fine. That's oh, fine. Uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> he said, said there's the only, only one, one man, man ass. Donkey Kong is a monkey. He wears a tie. Yeah. What else do you want for gender confirmation? <laughs> Avril Lavigne wore a tie. Is it oh, 2B from Near Automata? Ooh, honorable mention. How <laughs> many honorable mentions? Well, you're, you're hot, but you're not, you're not on it. How many fighting games? Uh, there, there's... Two from fighting games. Two from fighting games. Two. Oh, is it uh, Tracer? No, fighting games. Tracer's ass got nerfed on release as well, so uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't count. Oh my god! There are two entries from Street Fighter. Oh shit! Uh, Chun Li. Chun Li is number two. Oh, I have two points. Get Robert has two points. I don't know. Video game character names and fighting games in particular. It's incredible. How do you use the internet without seeing these asses every day? It's beyond me. You, you, I will say, Harper, you are, you are a little more of a connoisseur of that era and that section of the internet. Shut up. (laughs) I, you know, I was recently, uh, ashamed for, uh, the fact that like I, during the pandemic, I lived alone and I was Pretty self-sufficient and com- comfortable because I was on Discord every day talking to lots and lots of people. And a friend of mine who was not on Discord but was just hanging out with his girlfriend was like, "Man, you you were alone. Like I was worried about you. Like how how did you get through that?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm talking to tons of people." And it's like, "Yeah, but you're still alone." And it's like, "Don't it's you not want how like, that works?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, "Don't you want like a little hug once in a while?" I'm like, "No, no, no. man." I'm here. I am so desensitized to human contact. It's be it's beyond ridiculous. Yeah, you know, my mom gets like that sometimes. She'll call me and be like, "But you just you don't go out as often, and uh, you know babies can die of being touch starved." And it's like I am <laughs> almost that is, thirty. That is some fucking nineteen nineties <laughs> fucking hokey fucking shamanism. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your time is up. Unfortunately, on the list, number one is Solid Snake. Number two is Chunli. Number three is Cammy. 
Uh, okay, uh, you know, Cammy was going to be one of my choices if I if I had the opportunity. Well, you won. So number four is <laughs> Nova from StarCraft Two, and number five, <laughs> Alex Straza from Heart of the Swarm, specifically, or not Heart of the Swarm, Heart of the uh, Heroes of the Sto- Heroes of the Sto- Heroes of the Storm. I will say this: I had no chance at this game. I had no <laughs> chance. There was this was rigged it's from my the start. personal punishment to you for making me sit through. What is potentially 15 <laughs> minutes of magazine ads from 2001? Just the word, like one joke. There was one joke per like 10 ads, Malcolm. I was seriously struggling to understand what was going on. I was confused. I was. Yes. 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 This is what I wanted. This is the chaos I was. I was looking for. Well, guess what, Malcolm? People have to enjoy listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for a cameo from Bertuzzi to call you a hack for that. <laughs> is he on? Uh, How much on is that? Cameo? Yeah. Probably, dude. I don't know. Oh man, have you? Okay, Bertuzzi. I'm sorry. There's nothing more shameful in in life than paying for a cameo. I'm sorry. Receiving <laughs> one's pretty bad. Like receiving one is in like having someone yeah, request. If, if someone, well, yeah, if someone purchases you a cameo, it's like they're purchasing it for you because they think it's something you'll like. But if you're someone who like. If someone who doesn't like it and you're just like, what am I supposed to do with this video of Jim Cornette calling me a sorry sack of shit? You know, like, <laughs> would you? Here's a question for you guys: Would you rather be like an NPC or a VTuber streamer, or you will uh, you hire like the highest earning cameo celebrity? So you're like the guy on top. So like you're you're pot. You got to make like I don't know twenty cameos a day, but you're charging you know like two hundred dollars a pop. I probably do the cameo one just because, like, when you do the streamers, you're doing it for like hours at a time. Hour and a half easy. Yeah, but you're going to have to do these cameos for like almost the same amount of time because you're that popular. You're going to make an hour long cameo. Cameos are only like 30 seconds. Yeah, what I'm saying is that you're so popular on cameo that you're going to be spending all those hours making because you're constantly an hour and a half doing NPC streams or an hour and a half doing cameos is what yeah that's probably a good way to divide it out yeah that's what I said you do multiple takes no you said it doesn't matter but anyway don't make me read another ad Um, I'm sorry I I really did I'm sorry Um, (laughs) that's my that's my threat now it's like I'll just pull out the ads (laughs) it'll be the fucking Harper and Robert show if you keep fucking talking about the ads (laughs) you're threatening to kick Malcolm off that's never gonna happen don't worry Malcolm please don't read another ad so uh, Uh, I was just saying, like, that's the different, that's kind of how you different, do you, would you be more comfortable with custom content or, like, predetermined content? Yeah, look, bro, when when you're talking like that, there's no subway surfers going on underneath what you're saying, so it's really hard for me to focus. <laughs> yeah, there's not someone cutting up soap, so, you know, it's, it's basically just tune it all out. Have you ever seen the, uh, there's a sketch I saw that was great where it was, like, the subway surfer, and they're, like, it's these two guys, and they look like they're just talking to a, on a podcast guys like about some like nonsense and then all of a sudden they like they look down they're like uh i think the uh subway surfer is dead and then they're just looking down yeah the subway surfer is like has like been hit by the train or whatever jesus christ that's pretty funny the ones where they're just like hey are you watching fucking subway surfer gameplay while we're talking that is so fucking rude. <laughs> like, that sounds like an, almost like an ASMR bit that you could do. It's just like, like started off like, just like, yeah, just do the tap with the fingernails on the microphone, but have Subway Surfer playing the background. And then all of a sudden they kind of realize and talk to like, wait, are you fucking watching Subway Surfer right now? Is, <laughs> is my fucking conversation that goddamn meaningless to you? <laughs> anyway, life's a nightmare. Yeah, well, it's uh, we're hurtling towards uh our own destruction yeah i will i will say this when we eventually go from an audio experience to a visual and audio experience we will have as so many clips with us in the subway surfer don't you worry that collab is coming up all right (laughs) yeah we'll also have one where people are like picking at their toes or cutting soap or not the uh, toes we're not doing chickens i I have no idea what kids watch nowadays (laughs) well well fine we'll play uh clips from the long canceled show pasadena (laughs) <laughs> mm. yeah the four episodes that got released will really keep people enthralled yeah, you know instead of the 2021 movie coda 
Oh, ah, there we are. Oh, nice. Did any nice. movies come out in 2021? Am I? I was gonna. I was gonna say. I'm trying to Google it, but uh, we were kind of in that weird position where like movies were being held because of the pandemic. Uh, I mean, there were some movies from 2021. Spider-Man No Way Home was out. Was I released. guess I talked about earlier, but The French Dispatch came out at the same. Oh, The Green Knight. I really liked The Green Knight. I have breaking news. Yeah, what's oh, up? really? You got to make the noise. No. Breaking Justin, news. Justin. Thanks, guys. Calling all Justins. <laughs> Just. <laughs> this is from sorry, sorry, Variety. Sorry. Variety has revealed that Mattel executives want to essentially create a cinematic universe following the success of Barbie with 14 properties already in active development. Barney, Polly Pocket, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball. Do you, Ooh, do you know, know who's going to direct? Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Christmas we, Balloon. Yeah, they had a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. It was American called Real Steel. Girl, it had fucking, uh, what's Master, his name in it? Matchbox, Wishbone, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe. I, I I I hear you talking about this, Harper, and I agree. And I agree that it's tragic. But you know what else isn't tragic? Beating these people with sticks. Here's the thing: Did you do you know who's directing the like Polly Pockets movie? They've already announced who's directing. Oh, oh yeah, is it God. Wes Anderson? <laughs> it, no, it's not Wes Anderson. Christopher Nolan. No, it's a female director. It is Lena Dunham. We're so done. So they just want people to be mad at this movie? <laughs> yes, bait. Isn't, isn't Lena Dunham the dad's Google history woman? No, Lena Dunham is the creator and the star of Girls on HBO. Oh, yeah. wait, wait. Lena Dunham, isn't she the one that uh, wrote that book? I mean. Or she revealed that she like abused her, her little sister? I believe so, actually. Yeah, uh, I spit on you. You know, I hope you get get it. We're really gonna have to cut this. Anyway. Anyway. Um, let's talk about something more positive. More positive, more positive. besides the soullessness of Hollywood like and, and the, we'll, we'll go. You know, we'll share an affirmation one at a time. You ready, boys? Oh yeah. What's what's the affirmations? What, what I are they? Am successful and powerful and totally not fat. You go ahead. Well, that's just not true for me. I'm sorry. You don't think I, you, I am not successful. Oh, I, I thought you were saying that I was a loser. A fat no, loser. Harper, you are more Dang successful that. than you're, me because you're just happier. You're Malcolm, a, he's bullying me. Listen, you're a fat winner. All right. No one can take that away. From <laughs> and I'm a skinny loser. He's a, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Well, it's maybe uh, I don't want to. No. <laughs> No, you're a skinny legend. You're a skinny legend. I'm uh, a skinny legend. The only skinny bull in and, You know, praise king, praise king. Um, you know, that stuff. Right now, your your attitude is not main character energy, all right? I'm oh, looking for fuck some, off. I'm looking <laughs> for some energy, all right? This has been really, like, Gen Z fucking bullshit. This <laughs> <laughs> has been the theme for this episode. I have nothing yeah. but problems. Nothing but problems. <laughs> this is called, yeah, this episode is Harper Descends into uh, a Heart of Darkness. <laughs> <sighs> I haven't seen Heart of Darkness since I was 14. Uh, you mean Apocalypse Now? You're looking for yeah, Colonel... Yeah, the uh, novel is Heart of Darkness, the, the fucking oh, movies, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, he says he hasn't seen it, and then he says, oh, well, that's the book. Fucking Red Bull. I've read the fucking book. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I fucking mix yeah, them up. It's like fucking the body and Stand By Me, you fucking asshole. I didn't double feature Oppenheimer with Barbie. I double featured it with Apocalyptico. The, the overwhelming white urge to see the ending of Apocalyptico where they're washed up on the shores, you know, and the guy's about to get killed, like Jaguar's paws finally about to, like, uh, run too far, and the guys are about to kill him, and they see the Spaniards, and they get the close-up of the Spaniards roaming in with the priests, and, like, as a white viewer, you're like, ha, ah, you're fucked, buddy. You're fucked now. <laughs> I forgot that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Wait, is that the actual end of the movie? I yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the Spanish show. Mel Gibson wrote that movie to be. I can't. <laughs> that is 
insane. That's like the ending to Remember Me, where it ends. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> going on the list of shit. Overt reference to history. Yeah. It's like if they ended that movie, uh, 1917, that came out in like what 2017 or something like that. The one that was shot in like a single take, or really yeah. shot like it was a single take. That's like if they ended that movie and had a post-credit scene with Hitler in it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Malcolm, can I talk about this with you before we end the podcast real quick, Malcolm? Yes, you can. How do you feel about that scene at Oppenheimer where he's just like, who are the votes against? And he's just like a young guy from Michigan trying to make a name for himself. He's like, who's the name? And he's like, Kennedy. John yeah. F. Kennedy. Like, he says his whole name. He delivered. Time. That actor delivered. So they, they, this is like a very minor spoiler. But yeah, there, there's a scene where they like talk about like there's this vote that happens. And then they dr- name drop jfk's name as if he's gonna show up in the movie and be like an important part <laughs> like marvel style teaser they're like it's a, yeah it's like yeah it's a junior uh, junior congressman uh or yeah junior senator from massachusetts yeah and it's just like then they just yeah, name massachusetts that's right jonathan f kennedy yeah kennedy john f and, you're, and then oh they're my like, god he walks into oppenheimer while he's staring at the lake after albert einstein he's like Mr. Oppenheimer, eh, I was wondering if I could have a word with you. I'm eh, putting together a team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting, yeah, putting together a team. We're going to stop the CIA. We're going uh, to disband the CIA and scatter them into the wind like a thousand splinters. I am John F. Kennedy. I just want to say I would kill. It would be so funny if they made like a Marvel style universe of Oppenheimer, but it's just like start being like just different, like political figures through time where it's just like every time it's like John F. Kennedy, that's the sequel. And then like, it's like John F. Kennedy, they, they make them, you know, some sort of reference. And they're like, we've got reports. There's a young boy who was born in Hawaii. I think he's going to be great. His name is Barack Hussein Obama. It's just like a mom in Arkansas. It's just like, oh, what's his name? Barack. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're, they're just like an office scene in New York, and they're like, uh, they're like, sir, there's a uh, college kid uh, who uh, wants to see you. Uh, you know, and the like guy a goes, quick word. His, his dad's said, really important. Yeah. yeah. His dad, his, you know, I think you know his dad. And it's like, the guy's just looking up and it's like, yeah, what kid? Like, I'm busy. And it's just like, you need to talk to him. It's Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yeah, I made a spectacle of myself at the office today because I got Tulsi Gabbard and Kamala Harris confused. <laughs> and uh, okay, because I was just like, yeah, look it up. Kamala Harris was in a cult when she was little. <laughs> that shit. That is true. That would be also sorry. Yeah. There's, there's another yeah, thought. Was in a cult when she was little. Like yeah. I think it would also be funny. It's like you have a, a one of the movies is like movie uh, six or seven, and it's like set in like they'll like early like late 2000s early 2010s and just like one some like down and out like guy he's just in a bar in like new york and it's just like you know he's just having this like cocktail he's like oh this cocktail is like really good you know i I just want to say like you're a really great bartender what's your name and then it's just like you see this woman she like you know like her like she just like looks up she goes uh my name is uh uh, Alexandra, and she goes, and then they go like, Alexandra who? And it's like, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and they just smash your credits. So what do you think they're going to call this thing? I think it's some sort of great recession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wish more historical movies ended like Marvel movies. <laughs> just picture it. They're, they're panning in on Richard Nixon. He's just like, well, I do. I guess this really was the Watergate scandal. I was going to do one where it was like, yeah, they're in, uh, they're just like some office building in New York and they're just like, oh, uh, sir, uh, sir, uh, they're they're they've come to the streets. They're they're full of people. Looks like, and then this guy just takes off his sunglasses. Looks like looks like they're occupying Wall Street. <laughs> 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 you can get a <laughs>